Hey guys, um, welcome to the Sound of Corrupt podcast. I go by the name of Adrian Daniels. If this is your first time listening, uh, this is the show where we chat to top Ghanaian founders, entrepreneurs, and creators worldwide with the aim of leaving you behind with meaningful takeaways that you can apply in your life, career, and business. Um, just before we get into today's episode, you can head over to thesoundofcrowd.com forward slash Alicia. That's thesoundofcrowd.com forward slash Alicia for today's show notes. So all of the references, links, nuggets, wisdom, you can find it all there. And if you're watching YouTube, please like, share, and leave us a comment. Let us know what you think of today's episode while you're here. And uh, Spotify and Apple listeners, a five-star review is very much appreciated. So I am joined with Alicia, of course, Alicia Richardson. Uh, she is the founder of Black Freight Connect. I said it properly, and she's not going to kill me. And, uh, <laughs> and she's also a diversity, equity, and inclusion consultant. Yeah? Yeah. Alicia, thanks for coming on the show, lovely. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you, you for doing? having me. I'm good. Yeah, it's great to see you. It's my first time seeing you on your trip in Ghana. I know. Everything's aligning. Mm. Everything's aligning. The first mm. time was at the start of Accra. Yeah. Three-year celebration. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. Yeah, I hope, I'm glad you got to network a little bit and yeah. meet some people. Yeah. How's the trip in Ghana been? So it's been good. Um, I've really, I think one of the biggest things for me is the people whenever I go anywhere. So um, I've really enjoyed just meeting um, the locals, everyone's been really nice, really accommodating. For my touchdown in the airport, it was just, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is home. Yeah. You know, I feel, um, I feel really loved. I love this, the different sceneries. I love the, um, I guess, the bars and the restaurants yeah. and, you know, being able to sit beside the pool and having, I went to Jam Rock the other day. Ooh, I haven't been, I, even, I haven't, even I haven't been there yet. When, so I, many when I went to Jam Rock, I think I, I ran around. I was like, oh my goodness, they've got all of the names of, where we are in Jamaica, like the grill, Kingston, everything here, the food was... Yeah, they got like a little Jamaican community here. You'll notice they got a little bit of everything. they got a little Britain community. Yeah. You, get, like, you go to pubs and fish and chips restaurants. you got like a little Paris community. you got a little Lebanese community. Got, it's weird. I, it's so diverse here. Yeah, yeah, it's so diverse, yeah. It's so diverse and I didn't, I didn't know. So I'm really happy to be here. And yeah, I'm so far so good. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, you don't know how much happy that makes me to hear, to hear that you're enjoying Ghana. Yeah, oh. you're one of us now. You must get passports. You must get passports. My Ghana ID is on its way, okay? <laughs> I've already got a, got, a, got a Ghanaian name tattooed on me. Wow. <laughs> and she's like, traffic out. So it's, I'm, okay. I'm almost All right. there. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, it's great to have you in the show. I'm really excited about that. But we'll, we'll touch more about Alicia's time in Ghana and what her plans uh, surrounding that are. Um, so let's go straight into it. So, I mean, for the audience and for listeners out there that don't know much or don't know about Black Crate Connect, could you just give us a quick elevator pitch about BCC? Sure. So Black Crate Connect um, was initially a platform that started from a WhatsApp group in 2020 just to provide, mm. provide support for black professionals. Um, and that grew rapidly because there was opportunities that, that were being created. There was people connecting and people were growing from the group. Um, and then the companies were asking to connect with black professionals um, in ways that I've managed to connect with them. So I've created a platform for companies to connect organically through events, through the job board, and also through the podcast, if they'd like to advertise through the podcast as well, through partnerships. Um, and it's a way also for, I guess, the black community to feedback to me and tell me what do what we want to see from companies. And I'm almost like the middleman, so I really want to just... That's what Black Create Connect is about. It's great that. opportunities I love for black professionals. I love that. Yeah, you're just kind of bringing the, the, the you know the, the tribe together, and um, yeah, I, I remember like well LinkedIn and 
even Anne commented as well, and I think she's, yeah. um, you know, in your network, which is fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's a great platform. I've been enjoying the podcast as well. Keep going, keep doing what you're doing. You've Thank been consistent you. with it as well, and your videos that you put out as well on the back of you know the platform, really, really well spoken. Thank you, yeah. thank you. I was nervous when I first started doing it though. Know, yeah, that's what happens, Honest. it's natural. You have, you have uh, butterflies, but then yeah. you know, they just fly out and then they fly out and yeah, you get more free. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's with, I, I guess it's with time, yeah. You when you think about the, the toss up, because I was so nervous about doing a podcast initially because yeah. I think it's a brave step to make, to, yeah. put, your, it is. to put yourself out there. And also yeah. people have an expectation for you to be consistent. Mm. So it's like, okay, you know, putting yourself out there, being consistent, it's a bit scary, but, but when you weigh it up and you look at the rewards of what can kind of come from it, it's worth it. So. Absolutely. I'm sure you've, you've seen so far, because you've yeah. been doing for how, you've been podcasting for how long? Only a year. There you go. And yeah. so I'm sure a few doors have opened. Definitely. Yeah. And Definitely. when you get to three years, just wait. <laughs> wait. You're going to have like a nice little, you know, um, home run moment, which is what I like to call where yeah. Everything just changes, honestly. It's yeah, I can see it the sound of Acker as well. Yeah, so I'm excited to, yeah. to see. Have you have your own breakfast mix soon? Or yeah, I know, I have my own flat cake. I'll bite myself. I'll myself to I that. have it here in Zoo Super as well. Free <laughs> 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 celebration. Just copy it. Just copy it sound yeah. of Acker. Yeah, yeah. Feel free to go with that. All right, so let's talk more about that Create Connect. Um, so, so of course, you just gave us a quick pitch, but let's, let's go a bit deep. So um, talk us through the kind of guests that... Let's, let's talk about the podcast first, while we're talking mm, about the podcast. Mm, talk mm. us quickly through the kind of guests that you seek to get on the podcast and mm. what your mission is with the podcast. I know it's an extension of the platform. Yeah, so, so to give you guys like a backstory, right, I found that to, before the podcast, I find that I was constantly meeting incredible individuals from the network that I was building. So different black professionals, entrepreneurs, creatives. And I was constantly having, sometimes I would just, I would just have a Zoom and I would have such an interesting conversation. And I'm like, I wish that was recorded. Mm. Like there was so much that was shared in that conversation. We can't let these, in, this, these conversations go to waste. And then I also found that I was being asked a lot of the same questions twice, like well, not twice, multiple times so again people will ask me for advice on cvs on you know career progression they'll ask me about my journey they'll, they'll say i know you you're connected with so and so what did they say about this and i thought it makes sense to just record these conversations so that you can be directed to to listen to these conversations so how i go about actually selecting um podcast guests um, it's about what they're doing in their field and how they've that like, their journey. So whatever journey they've kind of put out put out there. So I'll give you an yeah. example. Sometimes um, I select guests based on mainly energy. Sometimes I go to an event. I really like what they said. So an example is Torin Ellis. Mm -hmm. He's a DEI consultant. Mm -hmm. And I remember I went to um, an event called Wreckfest. And for those that don't know what Wreckfest is. It's a recruitment festival. So like wireless, oh, or like, like cool. Afro Nation. Yeah. <laughs> but it's for recruiters. Um, and then I went to, his talk was really, really packed. And I went to quite a few talks. I don't know if you've gone to an event before, Adrian. I no, no, no. <laughs> like like a, co a conference, a conference, right? Yeah, yeah, so and you go to so many different talks. Oh my gosh! And and you get talk fatigue. It's like yeah. some talks. There was too many. Yeah, some yeah. are too many, but then there's some that stand out to you. Yeah. Have you have you ever had talks that stand out to you before? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. 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 And so his talk stood out to me, 
because of the things that he was saying, I was learning new, new things about how to approach diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I thought, he's, he can teach me some things. Like, no one else here has really taught me anything new, but he's really sparked my, um, I guess, my thoughts. And then it was his delivery, it was his presence, it was just the silence. He had silence, complete silence in the room. And then afterwards, I saw some people go up to him and just, you know, just to say thanks. And I thought, you know what? I feel compelled to go to him and just say the same, say the same thing. So I went to him. I said, Turin, that was an amazing speak and talk. Um, I loved it. Thank you for inspiring me and ed educating me in that 30 minutes. Um, and he was like, you're welcome. And then something just came into me. And he, he's from the States, right? So I was like... Ask him, ask him, ask him, ask me again. I was so nervous. And at the time, I was um, managing, um, there was a girl that I was managing my, in my team beside me. So yeah. she's looking up to me and she's like to me, come on, Anissa, you're so confident. You always tell me to, to take the plunge. I was about to say that. But I was so nervous. So then I was like, I said, Torin, how long are you in the UK for? He was like, till Sunday. The day that we were speaking was Thursday. Okay. And I was like, um, can you come on my podcast? Because I think that you got me <laughs> Did you do the eyes closed? Did you do the eyes closed? No, I was I didn't look at back. I think I was, I was like... The light is too bright. The light is too bright. And the thing is, I was thinking in my head, why am I so scared? It was just rejection. Yeah. I was scared to hear a no. And you shouldn't... I mean, that's a, a affair that needs to be taken away. But mm -hmm. I said, you know what? You're great. And he was like, sure. Let's look at him right now. And I was like, there's, I was like, there's no fee. There's no... There's no PA, there's no yeah, nothing. Yeah. He was like, no, I like your approach. Um, you know, I'm happy to come on with you. And I promise you, Torin has been one a blessing. It was it hasn't just been the interview, the interview was phenomenal with mm. him. But yeah, since then, he's had conversations with me to mentor me, to coach me, to help me, give me advice. Mm. He's reviewed documents for me. He's helped me so much. So I when I look at podcast guests, I think, who can I potentially have a real relationship with as well? A real business for like not even necessarily even business but who do i gravitate towards whose story really engages me who mm. can teach me some new things mm. um who can inspire me um those are the type of conversations that i want to have so it's not about numbers necessarily no. it's about you and um yeah like what whatever i see from you at whatever time in life so that's that's like that's my explanation hope that helps it definitely <laughs> helps definitely helps context not necessarily content and quality over quantity yeah. Quite finding people that stand out, people that really, you know, get your attention and you, and you feel that, okay, he's dispensing got my attention. I think he'll get my audience's attention too. Mm. And I think you kind of know the kind of listeners that you have as well on your show. Well, thanks for sharing yeah. a bit more about your podcast. It's really, really insightful to hear that. It's a powerful story. Yeah. Look forward to listening back to this. Yeah. And then, of course, you have, um, you've got your network, you've got a community, you do your events from time to time. Yeah. You do like, that we are, your actual community comes out and meets each other. And, yeah. And you've got a WhatsApp group. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's a so, whole ecosystem. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, just to talk a bit more about that, if you're happy, me, yeah, happy please, to please, meet please, you. Please. So, yeah. with the, so, for more context, everyone. So, with the WhatsApp group, as I said, when I, when I first started it, the real answer actually is I was a recruiter, right? And I was on LinkedIn doing a LinkedIn search, looking for project managers for one of the clients I was working with. And I promise you, I kid you not, Adrian, I, I went through about 10 pages. I didn't see one black person. No. Yes, on, on LinkedIn Recruiter. When you, when you've typed in project manager. Yeah, so, <gasps> on, so on LinkedIn, do you know how LinkedIn Recruiter I'm on LinkedIn, works? I know LinkedIn. So I've done QS searches. I didn't see one black person. And I was like, but I know so many black 
project managers. So it's either LinkedIn yeah. algorithms yeah. are biased yeah. somehow. I don't yeah. know how, but yeah. or it could be that black professionals are not updating their profiles yeah. enough to be seen on LinkedIn. Whatever it is, let's solve this problem. And I literally put a post out on LinkedIn there and then and said, okay, I know that, and this ironically was around the Black Lives Matter time, wow. you know, George Ford. So, yeah. I, so I said, okay, let's come together. Let me plug you because I have so many jobs and you need to get some opportunities. And what I noticed is that um, people were joining, joining the group rapidly and I was getting people in. Do you remember Clubhouse? Yeah, yeah. Oh, beautiful. Club, <laughs> remember Clubhouse? Beautiful. <laughs> Clubhouse was such a, a time, like a moment in time, yeah. yeah. So I remember I was, I was doing talks on Clubhouse, just giving out career advice and people were just joining the group, joining the group, preparing their friends. And I was like, there's something here. And at the time I didn't know what it was. Well, I was the first like, public speaking gig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, when I saw people coming into the room and then having people on stage and interviewing people, I was like, yeah, yeah I, I love this. I was in my, yeah. I was scheduling work time on my work diary. Yeah. And I said, managers, directors, that's my clubhouse time where I'm going to be talking about, I hired people from clubhouse. So, wow. Yeah, I, yeah I, I made so many hires from Clubhouse. And that's when I realised I hired people from Twitter, from LinkedIn. So not just LinkedIn, that's obvious. Instagram and Facebook groups, Slack groups, events. I hire, my, my method of hiring is diverse. So that's why I've, I'm, I've managed to, I guess, learn it and teach other people how to hire diverse organically. So yeah, so with the group, that group. And then whilst I was working um, internally at some companies, I was managing, I won't say their names, but I was managing some other external partners, right, that um, were targeted for black professionals. And what I did on our ATS system, I created a tracking link to see how many applications we got through their platforms versus okay. mine. So, yeah, so I, I created a tracking link for black Creek. I, I didn't tell my company, I thought, let, course, me just, yeah, yeah. let me just analyze it and see yeah. what we have here because this is a small knit community. We've only got maybe 400 or so people in the group. It's a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but these platforms have thousands of people in there on social media. And it's and, very concentrated. Exactly. That's the exactly. Yeah. And when I saw the results, I kid you not, and I wish I could tell you something different, those persons didn't get any applications on their phone. They, they didn't get any, any yeah. Rev yeah. relevant. I think today from the group, for me directly, other people, there could be more. I think there's been about 32 hires. And that's from like clients. That's me. So remember, I worked at a talent consultancy where there was multiple clients I was working on. So from the group, there's been about, about 32 altogether. There was probably in my last role, I hired about four people from the, so at, at Depop, about four people that came from the group. And then before then, um, at Engine, now House 337, I can say the name, it's fine. Um, probably about eight or so, those oh from the group. Yeah. And the reason, and what I realised is that, is that there's power in um, direct networks. Like if someone refers, because maybe the hires weren't from the group exactly, but it might've been that Adrian um, sent it to his sister and his sister sent it to a friend. And because it's a direct link, you trust the source 100%. and then you apply for it versus just putting it out there. Mm -hmm. So because of that, and I know the power that that, that, that has, mm -hmm. and people somehow trust me as well, because it's all love. I know I've, <laughs> it's, all, it's all love. Because of that, I want companies, so companies will work with me on partnerships to, to really, um, I guess, tap into that network and to expand on it. Something that I'm doing this year as well with companies is content creation and job ad campaigns. So stay with me, stay with me. <laughs> when 
when, as a, um, I guess, in this day and age, right, when you're looking for a job, um, or if you're thinking about looking for a job, you won't necessarily go to a specific diverse job board, or would you? Would um, you would you type in diversejobs.com and, and as your first thought? Not necessarily. I'll go to the, the big platforms. You like go to the Indeed, Indeed LinkedIn. Perfect. Yeah. And although those are wide platforms, not necessarily targeted, but right now there's a trend in video content like TikToks, Instagram Reels, um, LinkedIn, and companies are not advertising jobs through these methods. They're not. They're not. They're not commonly advertising jobs. They're missing out on a massive market. Yeah. Not only not only that, but if they were to advertise jobs in that method yeah. with trusted voices from yeah. particular communities, mm-hmm. it's a no-brainer. You're, you're going to get more applicants and more interest 100%. for your company. 100%. So that's what I'm working with companies on for Black Create Connect this year as well. Working with black content creators and um, that specialize in tech or creative and, and advertising jobs through them. That's clever. Um, it's no one else is doing it, and I just think, why, why, why are you not doing it yet? And if you want to do it as well and see the results, come back to me and tell me, <laughs> tell, tell me how it is. But yeah, you know, man. that's that's one of the things that we that we aim to do kind of long term. I hope that that gives you some more. No, it's fantastic. I think um, this 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 method of job seeking or recruitment, I think it's it can be applied to any country and any continent in the world mm. because. Um, this is the day and age that we're in where you know short short form content and video content like you said this is mm. taken over and our attention spans get narrower um, we don't have time to patience to read long applications no. as a recruiter or as a, as a job seeker we don't have time to maybe just read lots of descriptions we just want to we just want it now you understand yeah. so I think that will grab attention a hundred percent a hundred percent that will definitely grab attention for sure yeah but yeah yeah wow it's fantastic so I'm really excited to hear about uh, what black Create Connect is doing, and then of course we're going to come back to what what the plans are going to be for this year primarily. Um, I want to go into a bit more about DEI, so diversity, equity, inclusion. So, mm-hmm. um, for those that aren't too familiar with the term, like, could you just break it down real quick? Sure. So, a quick definition of diversity, equity, and inclusion. So, yeah. diversity is actually what we see around us, so the difference in the makeup of society, whether that's through cognitive abilities, cultural background, and experiences, socioeconomic background, the spectrum is wide. But that's what diversity is. Now, equity is when you have the, I guess, you have infrastructure in place that enable the people that are from marginalised backgrounds to elevate um, and so that they're equal. Um, so some companies swap the E with equality, but I, I commonly use equity because in, for example, let me give you an example of equity. Um, in the workplace, if there's someone that is neurodiverse and they, they need to have a particular software to do their work to the same level as someone that isn't neuro, neurodiverse, a company will be adding equity by giving them that software to use because they're helping them to be level and have an equal opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's an example. Mm-hmm. Um, and then inclusion is making sure people always say, you know, not just inviting someone to the party, but asking them to dance as well. So inclusion is actually considering different people's contributions, perspective, not making people feel that their difference is um, not okay. Making sure that people feel that their difference is actually an addition. And a lot of companies use the word culture fit a lot of the times when they're advertising for jobs or when they're looking for people. And the, the change should be culture ads. And that's the inclusion piece, that's the inclusion mentality that actually you're different, but you can add something different. Mm. And, you know, there's statistics that show that 
companies that are more diverse are thirty six percent more profitable. People know the stat. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they're much more prof- profitable. Um, companies that are more diverse, they're more. They're forty five percent more innovative. The mm-hmm. companies that um, are not, so there's been studies that show this. Um, you know, there's again, there's about this about I think. 69% of candidates consider diversity to be a deciding factor when they look for jobs as well. Ooh. So that means if companies are not diverse, then yeah. actually they're missing out on probably a lot of different candidates. There's so many different stats that I can wow. re- reel out. But yeah, that's the value in it. The problem with DEI is that because it's it's not really new, but it's a new buzz thing right now. Let's be honest. It is 100%. It's a new buzz thing. 100%. I think since you mentioned George Floyd earlier on, yeah i think you did um and um yeah i think even since then i think they really started to take off yeah so the problem is with with dei that i've as a consultant that i've identified is that companies say they want to do it and 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 they want to apply dei but a lot of them don't know how mm. so when i have conversations in particular funnily <laughs> enough with um with I'm very candid and straightforward, right? With a lot of white males that, that are in senior positions at companies, I, and I, I speak very candidly with them. They say, yeah, 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 you know, um, we're, we're hiring more women. And I'm like, that's, that's a part, a very, very small part of it, but it goes beyond that as well. There's so many other um, aspects of diversity to, to consider, and it's not just about hiring women either. Do they have a voice in the boardroom? as well you know are they being promoted in are they in cc level um, positions are they able to actually contribute massively to the workplace so there's that there's also another thing that i hear um companies say is oh we have we're working with ten thousand black interns or we're working with you know these um diverse um internship companies or placements that's all well and good but what's about the decision makers who is at the top because you can't have a massive influence on culture and company structure or, or anything if you're at the bottom so that's fine but who are we having at the top that's and that's something that um that i'm working with companies on and a lot of companies don't know how to measure up dei with company growth and profit um ah, losing my words there profitability <laughs> they they don't know how to um marry the two and that's what i help them do because um they need to also see what the business effect is as well. And it's, it's important, but they need to also, if they're going to invest time and money and resources into it, they need to see, okay, where is the ROI? And that is something that I help companies do. Gotcha. So you're helping them to connect the dots between um, profitability and, you know, having DEI in the organization. Basically, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So I think when you're consulting them, you're connecting the dots, but also you're showing them, you know, how important it is for them to have it in their talent strategy as well well yeah and the thing is i don't necessarily go in so when i when i work with clients my approach is always let me look in first we forget about external statistics and external factors because for your company that's irrelevant right now let's look at what has hindered you from making more money Mm -hmm. what's hindered you from from growing Mm -hmm. what's hindered um you from having a diverse leadership team having a, a diverse thought and opinion um, what are some of those things? So it's an audit. You have to look at company trends. You have to do deep dive interviews. You have to have real conversations. To do my role, you have to be very ballsy because think about it. There's people that have been doing things a certain way for a long time. You gotta change the. You gotta change the mold. Yeah, I've been told that I'm I'm too young. Like what? Yeah, like yeah, I've been told that 
Oh, I've, with all due respect to Lithia, I've been in the industry for 30 plus years or 20 plus years. And, and I'm like, I understand that, but I'm here. You're not a DEI expert. I'm here. I've looked at trends. I've, I'm studying it. I'm continuously studying it. I'm continuously educating myself. Mm. Um, and if I'm telling you that something is could be detrimental to your business or, yeah. you know, could be improved, why would you not just listen? I would. If there's a 15-year-old coming to me and saying, maybe you should try this for social media instead, show me. Okay. Yeah. There's, it's not a factor. Absolutely, because Gen Z's know more about social media than we do. Exactly. So, than, they grew up with it. We didn't. Exactly. With Windows 95 or you know, Minecraft or whatever. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there's also this, this theory that um, I like to share with clients about um, hiring in the sense where they, so they, a lot of a lot of what I hear is there's not enough black leaders to hire from. There's not a lot of selection. And I say, well, once upon a time, um, I, I'll, I'll say Alicia. Alicia wasn't a leader, but someone gave her the opportunity to grow into a leader. Someone gave her that opportunity to, to get into that role. When often times enough, when companies want to replace someone that's in a leadership position, yeah. they forget about where they started in the company. Yeah. So they don't hire for that person that they started from. Mm -hmm. They hire for the person that they're leaving out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and that's another thing that I've, I've noticed that I try to help companies with. But yeah, there's so many different spectrums yeah. and so on. It's a shame because it blocks some opportunities for really good people that have potential to, to, to come into a certain role. Yeah. It really does block opportunity. Um, I see a few synergies between um, the, the, I think it's the BYP network. Yeah. And, yeah. and yours, did yeah. you know this was coming? <laughs> no, but I've, okay. I've, I've been told this plenty yeah. times before. I've worked with you by people. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. like, have you, what's your relationship with them? So, I, so I've so i worked at companies where I've worked with them as partners. Okay. Um, and they, they're, they're doing incredible things. Mm -hmm. So I really I really love um, how they've grown a lot. I've, I've, I've been kind of following them from the beginning. Um, they, they did something called the Black Experience and documentary. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. It's a, um, I think you have to be a partner with them, but I watched it because I wanted to roll it out to um, my last company for everyone to watch before I got made redundant. But, oh, um, sorry, but sorry. no, no, it's okay, it's fine. But what was that actually? This was last year, last year August. August. Yeah. Um, but the um, the in, it was the Black Experience was that that documentary was really really good. I was actually really shocked by it, and I learned a lot from it. And it was just literally different individuals from various organizations and levels speaking about their experiences but it was in depth it was really good and um, so i guess i do I, I do like their platform i do think what they do is good however working with them i do think that they're more targeted towards corporate okay that's fair. yeah that's fair play. yeah, yeah that's fair play. i do and and so the companies that i've worked in have been more creative um advertising marketing yeah. fashion yeah. and i don't think that's their strong point because they don't. They don't naturally attract candidates from those fields. Absolutely. Um, that's that's just from me working with them. Someone yeah. else can say completely different. Apart from that, I can shout out Jute. Jute's been amazing <laughs> um, from BYP ever since I've ever communicated with her from years ago till now. She's been really on the ball, really helpful, um, and I'm looking forward to potentially collaborating one day with okay. BYP as well because that's what it's about. You know, we both yeah. got strengths. Absolutely. We collaborate. We can grow. Do that's, more things that's together. That's collaboration is is the key. Yeah. To grow in sometimes. Um, for those of you who don't know what BYP is, so it's Black Young Professionals. So it's, uh, I mean, it, it, it's it, it's spread it's spread from the UK, but it's like an international 
Black Professionals Network. So mm. we'll put information about that in, in the show notes as well. And of course, we're going to continue to plug in, in this year here. But I feel like, you know, it's a similar network or community, mm. but you're both on a similar mission, but doing it different ways. Yeah. Working with different kinds of people. Like you said, you're more focused on creatives. Yeah. There's a sound of a crowd. We speak to entrepreneurs and creatives, but they're more kind of corporate. You yeah. Understand? So like, yeah. So like PwC, I think they work a lot of the big four and people like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. All right. I mean, this is a really, really good, um, you know, take. Again, I think you guys are getting a good taste of what um, Black Trade Connect is all about. Um, let's talk about your public speaking. So um, I know, of course, you're a really good public speaker. I just found it quite interesting how when it comes to us, I'm not, I wouldn't really call me a public speaker per se, but when it comes to us, to us speakers, when we're approaching someone, it's funny, it's ironic, or it's funny how we get butterflies in our stomach and we get nervous trying to ask someone for to come on a podcast or for, for something, right? Yeah. Um, try and give them value at the same time. Um, you've spoken at a few places. You've spoken yeah. at universities. You've spoken yeah. at councils, whether Barney Council, University, Tapant, et cetera, right? Um, what's, what's that experience been like and how did you get into that? So with the universities, um, they were just career talks. Mm-hmm. Um, advising um, students, business students, on how to navigate in their career after, um, I guess, graduation. So how they came about, I had a conversation, I think one for Southampton, I was just having a conversation with their careers advisor, just talking to them about my journey. Um, sometimes I just arrange calls with people if they are to, to speak to me on LinkedIn. And I don't know where it's going to go sometimes. I just say, okay, cool, let's, let's have a chat and see what happens. And that's how that opportunity came about. And they, and, they, and they said to me, do you know what? You're really honest about your journey. Share it with the students. Because I think sometimes when I was in university, I went to university, I can't forget. Yeah. Yeah. You hate, you hate. Yeah, what's up? Uh, <laughs> I, used to, I, used to, I used to live there, actually. Oh, did you? St. Oh, okay. So you know you know about And I remember when people came to come and speak about their career journeys, it was very... It intimidated me a little bit because I felt like, oh, that's, that bar is really, really high. Like, you left university, you started this business, you're thriving, you're doing this. Like, I wanted to hear something realistic. It wasn't like that for me and a lot of people when we left university. Yeah. It was actually very hard. <laughs> it was very difficult <laughs> finding out what you wanted to do, what you're good at, what your degree even means. Mm-hmm. And so, me, what I do when I, when I do public speaking, so when I did um, the, the university ones I spoke about my journey when I left yeah. um, university um, and that really resonated with the students and they felt um, I guess compelled to message me directly asking for advice and um, I've also done um, a, I guess a small talk with I think it's found divine okay. um, Lecky. Shout, shout to Izzy. Oh, is, is, is it Izzy or yeah, sorry, 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 not, sorry not found divine you're gonna kill me sorry um, it's um, Black Valley. Black Valley, I've never heard of That's the one. Sorry, I'm so sorry, I misquoted Black sorry, Valley. Because because I know that they've done work together, that's why. But Black Valley is by um, Lucky the Founder. Okay. Um, and that, that was really, really short. That was like online. But again, me talking about how to approach UX, UI, UI design mm-hmm. um, for, to the students, that enabled them to speak to me directly and ask me more questions. And actually, I've got one of the girls from that session that interns with me now at Black Create Connect. Wonderful. So there was like a link. And with like Barnet Council um, and a couple of other companies like Analog Folk, for example, Media Calls, um, the talks I've done with them have always been stirred around DEI. So um, I've done a lot of talks in allyship, what that means, how to apply it, why it's important, um, 
Also, I've spoken about diverse characteristics, understanding and identifying them, how to navigate with them. Mm. And Barnet Council, I remember that was for International Women's Day or mm. month, one of the, it was in March. Um, and that was kind of speaking about women experiences in the workplace and how to empower women. Um, so I think when I, when I do talks, it has to come from your story. You can't just, for me, I can't just talk about something that I haven't experienced. If someone asks me to speak about, I don't know, how to build an app from scratch, I could research it online, but I would say no, because I yeah. don't have that experience True. and it's not going to be genuine. You're going to be able to do it justice and, no. and, and speak on it from an authentic place. No, and, that's, and that doesn't serve anyone justice. Yeah. I'd rather refer you, yeah. connect you yeah. with someone else that is mm -hmm. better. This is the connect it. part of Black yeah. Great <laughs> But that's what I'm like. That's what I'm yeah. like. I, I'll, I'll try to help. If I can't help, I'll say, sorry, that's not my bag. Yeah. But I think this person is be better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. In the in the in your in the name Black Create Connect, what is what does the create mean? Mean yeah. yes, everyone always asks this question. So I know you're speak. connecting. I know you're black. <laughs> um, where's, the, where's the create come from? Okay, so from Ukraine content. <laughs> well, I mean, the create has so many different, um, I guess, meanings. But when I thought about it, when I sat down in Cyprus, actually, and I thought mm -mm. I was in Cyprus, Enjoy and it. I thought of the name, <laughs> and I and, and I thought, okay. Do you know what? Because of how organisations are, um, and because I've had first-hand experience in recruitment, I am a massive advocate. I've done it so many times with hiring managers where I say, create an opportunity, create a role for this person. It doesn't exist right now, but we need to add a role for this person. They've done it a couple of times. My company I work with now, mm -hmm wasn't a role that existed. Okay. It so was a creative roles now. Yeah. So it happens. It happens in companies where they don't they create jobs. They're, because but they open. find someone that's so good that oh we have to create a job for this person. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to do because companies are open to it. A lot mm. of companies that I speak to, they're like, yes, yeah, so if if it made sense. Yeah. But they the thing is about creating opportunities, right? It takes someone to be that influence in between mm -hmm. because someone has to identify where what can be created. Yeah. And um, someone needs to be like a senior stakeholder needs to be convinced as to why this, like, like you know, put course, yeah, basically a business sense. case exactly yeah, that has, has, to, to, has to be put together. Now, when you're a hiring manager and you're looking for a marketing manager, for example, mm -hmm. you're not thinking about anything else but that. So you won't be able to have that mindset to necessarily. You might, but it's unlikely for you to think about creating a role. If you have an in between person that says you want to be more diverse. This is a role that could be suitable for your business in addition. They have this experience that's different to what you have. Let's create something for them. Then that's kind of where it comes into play. So that's what I want to do with companies, not just replace the hire, because unfortunately, Adrian can't replace Peter or Alicia can't replace, you know, someone else. Can't. Yeah, yeah. And even if, even realistically, I think roles are created every single day and people don't realize. When there's a CEO of a company that leaves, you can't replace that exact CEO. They're not going to have the exact um, balance of skills or experience or, or personality. You're going to create a different role for them. You're going to call it CEO maybe, but it's a different role. So yeah, that's, um, that's what the create is for. Thank you for explaining that. That makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> it's okay. So, so now I've been able to put all the pieces together. Black, create, connect. Yeah. Wonderful. I love it. And uh, do you do you, do you ever get like fear when you're speaking? I know it's probably like I know it's not, I'm not like you're speaking on a huge stages or anything, but do you ever get like fear when you're speaking? 
I think I will when I get to that point and I do a TED talk one day. <laughs> for now, what happens? Yeah, what happens? Putting it out there into, into the universe. When 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 that happens, I feel like um, yeah, I might be nervous. But to be honest with you, Adrian, do you know what helped me with my what public speaking? Helped you. Church. Really? Yeah, church. Oh. When I when I was younger, um, because I was quite bold, they always said, Alicia, do a sermon for us. Whoa. Do this. Yeah. So I used to when I was younger. I remember a particular sermon I did was called a weakness for sweetness i think i was like maybe 11. <laughs> yeah a weakness for sweetness wow when i was about 11 years old were that seven year 11. yeah wow. yeah yeah and and that was a, a i'm sure we can guess what the sermon was about but um <laughs> but um i have a few ideas <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so putting my me doing those things when i was younger it helped to build my confidence in general yeah. now as an adult it's different because when you're at church it's a place of love people want to hear what you're saying they're there Whereas when you're speaking to companies, sometimes everyone wants to hear what you're saying, sometimes they don't. Um, so you have to find a way to connect. My, my, um, the way that I deal with things is I think before I, I do any speak uh, and any talk, I do need silence. <laughs> I need to just be in my, in my own space for a second just to pray and to meditate, to um, think about what I'm going to say and to make sure that I'm clear and I'm slow. And when I go in, and also I want to preserve my energy. I don't want to be, I, I can't, for example, have like a crazy, crazy busy, I don't know how people do it, crazy, crazy day or doing loads of things and then do a speak. I need to do that first, in, first thing in the day. So I can get it out, out of the way, give everyone my, my genuine energy. And I find that when you do that, people can, people read it. People read when you're when you're present in the room, when you when you're taking your time, when you when you're when you know what you're speaking about, they know it. So that's one thing I pride myself on: just know what you're speaking about, be calm. I can talk fast sometimes. Slow down, Alicia. That's what I say. Slow down, okay, <laughs> um, and be your true self. And that's that's kind of how I do it. I hope that helps. Oh, fantastic tips. Fantastic tips for those that want to pursue public speaking in any way, shape or form to any extent. Those are fantastic tips. I couldn't have said it any better. Thanks for lightening the audience in terms of public speaking. I love it. Um, yeah. So let's, let's talk about Ghana. So of course you've been here for a minute. You know, um, we've talked about how you're finding the trip. Yeah. Um, of course you've networked a bit. You went to Accra Connect. Yeah. You know, you've met a few people. Um, and then maybe you have some future, maybe you, there's some plans that you're probably considering. Talk, talk, us, talk us through that. Talk us through that. I love Ghana. <laughs> I, I'm Ghanaian. My Ghanaian name is Yah, because I was born on Thursday. I know, like literally, I feel so connected here. It's so strange. Um, but yeah, so Ghana, um, I've gone to a couple of, yes, yeah, so I went to the networking event, Africa Connect. Mm -hmm. Um, and finally enough, shout out, yeah, shout Monday, out, that was a really good event. Well. I was sent that event by someone from Black Create Connect really? in London. Yeah, did they, I invite you as well to it? You didn't, you didn't invite me. You didn't invite me. I thought I would, I thought I did. I thought, yeah, no, I but someone from the group sure messaged me. Anyway. Maybe you did, and, 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 and I missed and Yeah, I missed it. But but yeah, someone said to me in London, they said, I think this is a bit of you. I said, Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And when someone recommends something to me and says yeah. it's a bit of you, I think, oh no, I have to try it. <laughs> and so um, when I went there, I, d I had no expectations at all. I just thought, let's see. First thing I loved about there, oh, I loved it. Everyone just went up and spoke. 
and introduce themselves. And I think that's really important at yeah. networking events. Yeah, yeah. So I did that at my last networking event in um in summer. Mm-hmm. So not my most recent one, but one in summer I did. Yeah. I back had a London, session. Back in London, yeah. Yeah, in London. Okay. I had people come up and just say who you are, what people can come to you for. And it helps to break the ice a little it bit does. because it you don't really know how to navigate. I mean, you can go to a networking event and just talk to people, but it's so nice to just say, okay, that person's into property, or that person does a podcast, that person's got a book. So you just know, I love that bit. So that was something I liked. And I got a mug, a Ghana mug as well. <laughs> Everyone got a gift, which was nice. The food at Cork's Lounge, mwah, mwah. Yeah, I might get some tomorrow. <laughs> because today I've got some, go, go somewhere else. Food is great. Um, Again, it was I, I, that's why I met Eric as well, yeah, which was Eric. yeah, which was really <laughs> nice. And again, <laughs> I feel like I've, I feel like whenever some you meet someone through different methods, like I met him obviously there, and then obviously I found out that he knew you. It just reaffirms that you're supposed to meet that person. So that was really nice. Mm. Um, that was really nice to see. I've met. I've got someone that. I guess as a client now, they, but they want me to help them if they're like. What, from the Accra Connect? Yeah, like I'm like paid. Yeah. Shout so, out to Adra, super connected. Honestly, honestly, I met so many people through Adra. Yeah, 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 honestly, yeah. so that was really good. Um, and then I came to obviously your um, the third year so the anniversary, anniversary which, was, which was really nice to see. Even I got to see James. Yeah, That's again. what me and James Shout out to James. Oh, James is a phenomenal. So yeah. it was great seeing him. Great seeing um, Akua as well. Yeah, Akua, yeah. It's yeah. funny you were interviewing the next day as well. Yeah. Do you expect her to be there probably? No, I didn't. Yeah. I did it, but it was nice seeing her. Then I saw Yasmin. Yeah. Me and Yasmin have only, we was literally, I literally texted her just before I came in. I didn't expect to see her. Yeah, yeah. So I was just texting her saying, hey, do you have Wi-Fi at the studio? And then I see her, like, oh my gosh, Yasmin. <laughs> so it's just, it's so, it's just nice. And yeah. it really makes me feel like um, it's, it's really easy to connect her. Um, I feel like it is. Mm, um, it is yeah, yeah it's, it feels easy to connect. And I, to be honest with you, I think being in the sun, being in a nice place and environment, it adds to your whole your whole your whole energy, your whole vibration. So everyone's a bit more positive, I reckon, than they would be in London. Um, everyone's yeah, everyone's just really warm. So it's been nice to be from a networking standpoint. And of course, I came to do. You know, Dirty December, they call it. <laughs> Dirty December. So um, for those that don't know, Dirty December is um, the terminology used by many <laughs> across the globe. Or Dirty, or dirty, or dirty December as dirty. well. Dirty. I've been saying it wrong. Some people say both. I mean, people say both. <laughs> they use both, yeah. Where, um, where it's nothing bad. It's actually quite a, a big celebration where people come together in West Africa and just party. And I did that. The moment I touched down into Accra, yeah. I went to my apartment, I got ready. And I went out, and I was out till like 7 a.m. That's crazy. First and day, you know. First day. Knockout. And then back to back for like six days, That's I went disgusting. out. And I couldn't do that. I was exhausted. <laughs> I, had, I can't tell you the last time yeah. I've done that. Maybe when I was 21. I, I don't know. Yeah, but wow. I iron up a day. That's really when I did it. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that was really fun, but very tiring. <laughs> so... I think the next time I come to Ghana um, this year, I will come again for Christmas. Oh. I, I'm going to be more selective on where I go. Mm. <laughs> because, <laughs> it's, too, 
I was sleeping my days away initially. 100%, yeah. So the second half of the trip, I'm so happy I extended because I'm able to just sleep in a day. Yeah, I can't waste Ghana like that. So I'm happy that I'm able to like experience it properly. Yeah. And you know, go to networking because I wasn't gonna go to um Aqua Connect. Because yeah. I was tired. Yeah, yeah. But did you just force yourself to go? Yeah, I said no. I said no, no, no. I cannot just come here and just patty. No, no, no. <laughs> I must meet people. Okay. So I, I, I said to my friend, we have to go, even though we got there late, but yeah. we got there just in time. We got there kind of time. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. No, I'm just really, it's really great to hear about all the experiences, the connections, and the networking you've made. And I think you've really lived up to Black Create Connect, even in Ghana as well. Like what you you just doing what you're doing in London in Ghana, which is great. So maybe we'll have some kind of Black Create Connect in Africa. Who knows? Yes, Who knows? Uh, you know, some some kind of version of it. Who knows? Really enjoyed this conversation, Alessia. Thank you. Um, is there any announcements you'd like to make? Announcement and 2023 plans. Oh, okay. So first of all, announcement wise. The blackcreateconnect.co.uk website, .co.uk website mm -hmm. is live. So the candidates create an account because we are adding, at the end of February, we have like a long list of resources that we're adding to help you elevate in your career. It's free. So join it, sign up for it. You'll get first access to our events that always sell out as well. We don't sell the tickets, but all the tickets always go really quickly. So um, connect with us on that. Um, we also, if you feel like you know anyone that would be a good guest for my podcast as well, that you think I should connect with, I'm open to recommendations. Drop me an email, Alicia at blackcreateconnect.co.uk. Um, if you're a company and you're wanting to work with us, if, if you would like to, um, I don't know, connect more authentically and creatively with black professionals, again, connect with me, Alicia at blackcreateconnect.co.uk. I'm always open to interns. I have interns pitch to me and say, oh, I want to do this. And I say, okay, let's see how we can fit it in. I'm open. doesn't matter where you're based. I've got interns in Ghana mm. as well too. And I've mm. got someone in Nigeria. So I'm really open to connecting globally. It doesn't matter what your race is, mm -hmm. where your background is, what your abilities are. I will do all I can to make it work. So that's that. Mm -hmm. Plan to 2023. Um, I want to get some more partnerships with various organizations, but organizations that really genuinely want to connect with, black, with the black community. Um, my, I'm not really focused on profit, I'm focused on impact. Mm. I'm focused on value more than anything. I want, at the, end of, at the end of 2023, I want there to be at least minimum 100 black professionals that have said, listen, I found a job for your network or I've got a great opportunity for your network. Thank you for connecting me. Thank you for helping me get, get to the next step of my career. And I want companies to turn around and say, you've helped us get incredible talent. Like that, for me, that's, if I just have that by any means, I'd be like, okay, great. Let's, let's go again, 2024. <laughs> let's, let's double it. Let's double yeah. it. Let's keep going. Yeah. Because, you know, that's, that, that's the mission. And hopefully... Maybe not for 2023, but I want um, Black Create Connect to be Create Connect as a as a um, franchise where I actually empower other community leaders from other marginalized groups to create their own network. So that you might be from, I don't know, you might be Latina, but <laughs> I am, you know, you might be from LGBTQ plus backgrounds, or you might have a particular abilities. It can be whatever it is. I want to eventually have that. The reason why I don't have that now because people might be thinking, why are you only focus on Black? Um, you know, what's the reason for that? 
I can only, um, um, I guess, connect and relate with those experiences. So I don't want to speak on experiences and lead out on, lead out in a community that I don't, I'm not a part of. Um, I'd rather empower another leader to follow this a similar kind of footprint, and we can share ideas on how to do it. But I would love to empower someone else to do it for their community. So that's that's what I'm about. So That'd that's be great. yeah. So you can basically hand over the. The, the blueprint or the hundred percent, yeah. The business model, everything you can hand over to someone exactly and say, Look, do this for you. The communities and exactly. industry, fantastic. I'm really excited about what 2023 and beyond has for you, Alicia. Thank you, thank you for blessing us with your presence. Where can people find you and Black Create Connect? Thank you, thank you for having me, Adrian. Oh, I appreciate it as well. Um, so to follow, so Black Create Connect, first of first and foremost, and um, podcast. Spotify, YouTube, um, Apple Podcasts, Black, spelt normally, yeah. Create, spelt normally, <laughs> Connect, spelt normally, all one word. Mm-hmm. Um, on social media, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, again, exact same thing, all one word, no, no spaces in between. Um, to connect with myself, if you want to see more of me, <laughs> I'm, I'm on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. um, you'll, t- you'll see Alicia, Richardson, it's all, if you search me, it's Alicia R, but then you'll see like a beige background, my hair's up. Um, you, you'll know it's me, you'll know it's me, like <laughs> you will. And um, I mean, Instagram's just vibe, so don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> They'll start finding you now. They, they, they're gonna send a search for you to find you on Instagram. I mean, if, if you find me, just know that's Alicia on Instagram, yeah. and that's enjoyment. I'm not doing anything crazy, I just, I just like. You turn up a little cute. That's, that's all. That's it. Um, so yeah, so connect with me on those on those platforms. Fantastic. Thanks for sharing, Alicia. Thank so you. we'll have all of those um, links in the show notes. Um, you can head over to the forward slash Alicia. You know, imagine that you've got your own page. So for all of the links, nuggets, wisdom, references that we that she's dropped on this episode. And other than that, on your way out, please like, leave us a comment, let us know what you think of this episode, and uh, subscribe and. Uh, Apple, Spotify listeners, give us a five-star review and um, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Take care. Thank you. Thank you so much, Adrian. Pleasure.